Well, hello. Let's see if I remember how to do this. Welcome to the Doxology Podcast. I'm Lucas Stock. And I am Jens Nelson. This is a podcast dedicated to journeying together on the road that is the Christian faith. Thank you for joining us as we discuss and investigate theology and the Christian life, striving for unity amongst our diversity as members of Christ's church. It has been almost a month since you and I sat down. It has not been a month since we released anything, but it has been almost a month since we recorded. I have been trotting around the American Southeast. You have been dismantling and rebuilding vehicles <laughs> in your dri- in your driveway. And, every weekend, dude. Uh, every, nonstop for... <laughs> no, but uh, it has been a while, and uh, we are very excited to be back uh, live together and recorded for you with a little bit of a more low-key episode um, during our uh, impromptu hiatus from recording, um, and also slightly before, we, we as a podcast, crossed a few pretty major milestones, I would say, um, and that gave us some, t- some, some pause to sort of reflect a little bit on our, our time recording as we've been doing uh you know i guess i can't say non-stop anymore but for mostly non-stop for at this point over three years which is one of those milestones we hit which we'll get to shortly um and kind of reflect on on what we're doing why we're doing it and and also of course take some time to shine a spotlight on and thank you for supporting us whether this is your first episode or you've been following since the slightly pre-COVID beginnings. So, yeah, we're kind of going to chat a little bit. Um, if, if, if you don't like more chatty episodes, this is probably not the one for you because basically we're just going to have a little bit of a conversation recorded to discuss a little bit of sort of our thoughts and reflection on, um, on the Doxology podcast, on what we're doing and why we're doing, like I said, and sort of indulge a little bit in some uh, some selfish, you know, some some self love talk, I guess. Um, but hopefully, it won't be a total waste of other people's times. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're the ones with the mics, so it has been a while. We crossed milestones. What are those milestones? And what are your th- initial thoughts on, um, wh- you know, sort of the state of things? As of today, March 12th, 2023. Yeah. Well, as you alluded to, I think the biggest milestone that we've crossed is we have been a podcast for over three years, which is pretty, pretty freaking insane when I when I stop and think about it. Like when I think about the various things that have transpired in my life, in your life, since we started this podcast, our, our first two episodes, we dropped two of them on the 25th of February, 2020 which was mere weeks before the, you know, coronavirus, global pandemic, things started closing, you know, mask mandates, all of that. Um, and it was just a crazy time. I, I was working a different job. It was sort of like my in-between job between being a youth pastor and what I do now. Um, and, you know, my hours were crazy. And, you know, some nights I would work 3 to 11. And then the next day I'd be working like 8 to 2 and it was just like all over the place. And you know, we were just in very different places in our lives, like quite literally. Um, but it's crazy because when you and I set out to do this, 
I had just quit my job as a youth pastor and we were moving back home to where my wife is from, where I was born as a kid um, as well. But basically we had been here days. I remember, I, I don't even remember exactly what initiated the thought, but like you and I had given consideration to like doing a podcast and I called you and I stood out in my in-laws driveway for like 45 minutes while you and I just like talked on the phone and kicked around this idea of, of doing a podcast, things we'd want to talk about, you know, especially knowing that you're an Anglican and I'm more Baptistic, like what would it look like to disagree? What would it look like to agree? And that's sort of what birthed this podcast and that was even like September of 2019 so it took several months before we actually got to the point of recording and launching and and becoming a real thing um and so over these last three years uh, you know obviously we've done we've done tons of great interviews with the likes of Gavin Ortland and Brandon Smith the dudes with Parasia books um so on and so forth uh we we've had one of our other milestones now, over 250 episodes. I think we're up to 255 at, uh, well, this episode will be 256, I believe. Um, another major milestone is crossing 50,000 all-time downloads. Um, I, you know, I Truthfully, I don't know what other podcasts are at. I'm sure there are some that get that many in a day. Um, but again, when we're talking about our podcast and what we do, I think it's worth noting that, like, one... Lucas and I are not even active on our personal Instagram, oh, sorry, personal Twitters anymore, um, let alone the like <laughs> the Twitter account for a podcast that we run. Um, so I technically am signed into our Twitter's account. And so on Tuesdays, I will post the you know little graphic and little advertisement saying, hey, new episode is available. But apart from that, like maybe once or twice a week or so, I'll, I'll log in just to see if there's been engagement and I'll scroll through my thread or whatever. Um, but like since the beginning, dude, you and I have not been big advertisers. We have not been big like, go check us out, go do this. Like, I mean, yes, when we started, we we posted the episode reminders or like the, you know, the when the episode would come out. Um, you and I would often retweet and share with our, you know, our personal accounts to be like, hey, check out this episode. But very quickly, we stopped, we stopped doing that. We've never really been about like self-promotion. We're not experts by any means. Um, but I think that that's like part of what we do and, and why. Like wh when, we, when we set out to do this, like our goal was not to become rich or famous. Our goal was to sort of have a more formalized place to do what we were already doing like you and i were already having theological conversations over text message phone calls sometimes snapchat like lucas and i had a ridiculous snap streak going for a while um and so like this this podcast has been a good extension of that like the the imagery that we really liked in the beginning was that that road to emmaus um, where where Jesus comes alongside the disciples, they don't recognize him at first, but then he you know opens up the scriptures and reveals himself and how he's in them, you know the Old Testament, um, and we we've we've really grabbed hold of that imagery as as Lucas and I are two disciples on this journey on this road. I mean we recognize that the Christian the Christian life is at times difficult, at times murky. Um, there are good days, there are bad days. And so what does it look like as two disciples to walk this road together with our very real differences, but also with our very real shared similarities? 
Um, and what does it look like to, to talk about our Savior, to talk about our Lord, to to praise him? I mean, the idea of like doxology, I mean, that's the name of the podcast, right? This this offering of praise, our, at least my personal hope, but I think our hope has just always been that in these conversations, when we talk about, um, you know, I think our most downloaded episode is our baptism showdown. So we, we had a we had a nice little boxing match between, um, you know, the Baptist and the Anglican position. Um, the next one after that is Karl Barth. After that might be something like, you know, he descended into hell. And then we recently talked about the top 10, so I'm not going to repeat all of them. But those episodes, like, yes, they, they're informative. They're meant to um, to maybe make you think outside the box, to make you think more critically. But at the end of the day, it's not just because we want you to have more information. It's not because we care about, like, making our voices more am- amplified. But what we care about is like knowing our Lord more deeply, more personally, more intimately so that we can know him and love him. And then by extension, love other people well in the world, you know, all to his praise. Um, so that's my very long winded way, at least of saying like we hit three years, we hit 250 episodes, we hit 50,000 all time downloads. I was just telling Lucas before we hit record Last week, we had to re-upload an episode because, as Lucas alluded to, I had a bunch of car problems that we were fixing, and it took way longer than expected. So Lucas and I didn't get to record this episode, so it's coming to you a week late. But last week, I re-uploaded the End Times episode, which we did way back, way back in early 2020. It was, you know, within our first 10 or 15 episodes or so. But we called it Millennial Views 101, so sort of playing on that idea of like the thousand-year reign of Christ, but also like Lucas and I are millennials. And for whatever reason, like maybe it was the the length that the episode, because it's like over an hour and a half. So I don't know if like the length scared people, if the title confused people, or if it was just so early that nobody really, we didn't, you know, we didn't have very many listeners yet. But when I checked last week, that original upload only had 81 downloads which is not very many when you look at our other episodes, even the ones around it. So I re-upload this one because what I often like to do is go back years and look and see which episodes didn't get as much love or what was like a really fan favorite type episode to revisit. Um, Well, obviously I changed the title. I called it The End Times and then in parentheses revisited and I'll come to that in a second. But this episode in the first week is well over 250 downloads already, which... You know, again, may not sound like a lot, but for our little podcast, that is uh, well over double our normal first week download. Um, and obviously, it hasn't been out, out a month. It hasn't even even as of today, it has not been out a full week. It has been out for uh, five days. <laughs> so it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty incredible that like again, we don't advertise. It's not like we post to TikTok or Instagram Reels. Um, we literally just post little bits here and there it sometimes gets like five likes sometimes it gets none so i'm like is anybody even seeing this but obviously we're getting the word out somehow and that's all thanks to you guys and so that's again my my very long-winded way of saying like thank you for for showing interest um, for sending us emails for sending us direct messages for sharing our posts Um, you know, personally, like I think about some of the highlights I think about, um, I don't even know if you remember this dude, but I can't, I can't seem to recall the episode, but there was an episode that one of our listeners was very interested in, but he was somebody who had hearing impairment. And so another one of our listeners, like completely unprompted, like 
went out of his way to transcribe our entire episode. So he by hand listened, like listened to it and then typed out with like Jens Lucas, Jens Lucas, Jens Lucas, our entire episode for this random stranger on the internet because they, they, they wanted to listen but had a hearing impairment and couldn't. Like that is mind blowing. That is like, I mean, something truthfully, I feel bad about this, but something I didn't even really think about or consider is like we could we could have uh, the ability to transcribe on our own. Like, it, sure, it costs money, but like, it is, you know, it's maybe perhaps something we should do with each episode is offer a uh, a transcript for people who want to still know what we're saying but can't listen. Um, but like for me, when I when that when that little like interaction went down on our Twitter feed, you know, maybe a year and a half ago or two years ago, I was like just floored that like random strange strangers on the internet could, you know, come together in such a way to, to bless another person. Um, but I've been rambling for a while here, dude. So I want to kick it back over to you. What are, what are some of your thoughts here? Like as we, as we think about the last three years, the last 250 some episodes, like what has stood out to you, um, do you feel like we're still on mission or on brand? Like, do you feel like we're we're doing what we set out to do? Have we have we ebbed and flowed? I'm curious what you have to say. I think the the road imagery, um, obviously, it's it's just a metaphor. I'm not saying it's exactly the same. They, that you know, they had a destination that they were walking to. You know, whatever. But the Luke 24 sort of paradigm. Um, works so well for for my own sort of thinking about the kinds of conversations we have because I really see it as my, my maybe I should say like my attempted way of sort of approaching our time here you know once a weekish sitting down and recording together is um, sort of a almost a um, more like a like a meandering, um, kind of like um, uh, the beginning of Out of the Silent Planet when Ransom, um, who is basically just C.S. Lewis, uh, who loved going on walking tours, he's going on a walking tour around the country, and he has no idea where he's going. He's just got his backpack, and he's just meandering through the English countryside for the sake of meandering through the English countryside in, an, in sort of a leisurely, idle kind of fashion. Like, if you can imagine, you know, sort of combining, you know, sort of a, a, me, a meandering stroll, you don't necessarily have a destination. You're certainly not necessarily, like, determined to get to a certain point by a certain time. You're kind of just there for the stroll itself. Like, imagine strolling down the road, to Emmaus is kind of how I've, I don't even, I've never said that out loud. So I don't know if that strikes you as, as totally different than how you feel, but like, that's kind of how I feel where I'm not, I'm not necessarily like we, we plan out our topics. So we know what to, what to prepare and talk about. We've done series and, and themed months that, that go on, you know, where we, we plan out, you know, for the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about this or that, but like big picture stuff, I, I don't have an end goal. Um, outside of engaging, you know, getting to engage you. And then because of the ability to share these conversations over the internet, getting to engage with other people um, in conversations about theology and the Christian life and, and current events through that perspective, biblical texts through that perspective, historical things, doctrinal things, all of the above. Um, we've done a little bit of all of that. 
at different points. You know, sometimes maybe a little more emphasis here or there, but like it seems it seems like a sort of um, rewarding stroll to me, where we 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 know what kind of things we're going to talk about week to week, and when we pick a topic, we know what the topic's going to be. But I always come away, um, if not totally like surprised, like it's it's a real conversation, even when we even the the weeks where we have a topic where we've spent more time intentionally preparing, like um, doing research for, for those kinds of more research focused episodes. Like it, it's an organic conversation and, and organic was one of those like, you know, buzzwords that I thought about a lot when we were starting where we're genuinely talking about fill in the blank, right? The different views of the end times or like, like we're going to gather information to make sure that we're presenting things accurately. Um, but we're doing that in the context of, a conversation between two people that's being recorded live and actually going back and forth and then being able to share that and to get feedback, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think that that's, it's been, it's been extremely edifying. It's been difficult to keep up with at times, you know, with that we, we cut back from two to one episode a week. Like, you know, there, there are, there are times with, with as, as life has ebbed and flowed, I, I definitely, I definitely know I have ebbed and flowed with what I've been able and or willing to give to you know a week week in week out preparation and such but um i know that if i look back on and it is insane to think about three years because to think about how how much changes in three years um not just like like not just what has changed in each of our personal lives over the last three years but also just big picture like three years is 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 not a long time but a lot happens in three years so it's it's kind of interesting to think about you know sitting in different places, like literally sitting in different places, recording for the same weekly thing. It's, 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 it's interesting and it's crazy, but I have found it so edifying to get to continue to, um, engage in these kinds of conversations in this setting. You know, I'm blessed with, with the, um, like blessed is the only word for it with the opportunity and the privilege to, to study God's word history, doctrine, languages, um, pastoral practice, like I like to get to study and, and practice these things um, for a degree that I am soon to be wrapping up. Like I, I have that opportunity and you don't. But the point is out, like like outside of the sort of more formal settings, church on Sunday morning, class for me, whatever it might be, to get to sit down and to be like, oh yeah, let's like for the <laughs> for the next unforeseen amount of weeks walk through the Augsburg Confession, because why not? You know, like to <laughs> um to 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 have the opportunity to do that with with somebody else who is like minded is is a a privilege and a blessing on its own, regardless of whether or not we're we were sharing those conversations or whatever. And, and for me, what, what really stands out to me is, um, like I love, and, and even, even when we were both as a podcast and individually more present on social media, um, we'd get like tweets or direct messages or whatever, but there's something about getting an email is like so much crazier to me. And, and, and I don't know why that is, is different. Um, you know, now that's like all I see because I got off social media, um, which you should, not you, Jens, but I know you have, but like 
everybody listening should as well. But um, like it, it's so, especially the ones where, where people like write like really lengthy thought out emails of like, here's a question I have and here's like a bunch of thoughts about it, you know, like basically like doing the work for us of like figuring out how to start. Um, or I remember in our first, you know, I apologize for any LDS folks listening. Like in our first heresy month when we talked about um, the Church of Latter-day Saints and we got a response from an LDS member, very, very kind and and, and charitable and generous, kind of sharing some perspective on, on some of the things that we said or that he wasn't sure if we got right or, or were aware of. And it's like, Getting those those kinds of communications, it's it's obviously a lot less personal than getting to see somebody's face, etc. You know, um, or, or or especially to be in person or whatever. But these are people that you and I, as far as I know, <laughs> uh, would have no face to face opportunity to interact with in our day to day lives, um, for the most part. I mean, I know like there are some people that that I know in real life who you know friends or family who have who have listened and, and talked with me about it or whatever. But for the most part, the, the, the people who are, who are reaching out to us via something like social media or email um, are not people who, like, I otherwise would get the chance to talk to. And to get to come together um, in a small, small way that is by no means, you know, a major sort of touch point of somebody's life in terms of the grand scheme of things, but just to, in these small internet-based ways, to have those little moments where we get to connect over questions about the scriptures, questions about the church, questions about what's going on in the world, those kinds of things um, is really exciting. And and I've said it a couple times already, but like, I hope that others have, have felt edified by the kinds of conversations we've had. And I don't mean that from the sense of, we have such important things to say that it's a good thing other people have the chance to listen and hopefully they can get something from it and be edified. But I mean, the the actual act of having these conversations is an experience of being edified as the body where we are in one, this is one aspect of, of being in the body where we get to share these things um, in, in the settings of conversation and, and whatnot. And I just think it's, it's such a, a, an amazing opportunity and, um, it's been such a blast and I, you know, I don't know what the future holds in terms of, in terms of anything. (laughs) Um, uh, but, but I, I know that like, on the one hand, it's been hard to keep up with the hecticness of life. But on the other hand, I look back and I'm like, oh, yeah, we've been doing this just about every week for three years. And it, and it just feels like like anything else, you know, like like just a, a natural part of life, you know. And sometimes I'm more present. Sometimes I'm more prepared. But that's how life is. And I think that that is in itself kind of a cool picture of what we're trying to do where we are we are taking like like really uh, – the most important kinds of questions, not every week, but, you know, generally speaking, we're talking about theology and the Christian life. So from a bird's eye view, we're talking about the most important kinds of things and we take it seriously, you know, and, and, and we, in terms of preparation and in terms of, of actually like being present in the conversation, 
regardless of how much time we were we had during the week to devote to like research or whatever the point is like um it's not a flippant thing um by any means but uh it is something that we are i know i'll speak for myself but i think it's safe to say we're both blessed and edified by and as a result of that being able to share it is just like hopefully others have have had a similar experience because that is that's my aim is you know the at the end when they got to Emmaus Jesus broke bread and revealed himself to them and that was the point right they run back to Jerusalem to tell the disciples and um our road to Emmaus isn't ending at any like pre-planned foreseen uh point in space or time that we're aware of um this podcast won't go on forever I mean eventually we'll stop for some reason or other but like the point is like like i said we have much more of a meandering path that we're on but hopefully we're doing some some similar some something similar where where our trajectory is aimed at doxology um last thing i'll say on this like i i I, in the fall I, i preached a sermon in my preaching class called theology is doxology and my whole point was was that theology is itself when it's done and when it's done well when it's done christianly like the act of theologizing the act of doing this thing we call theology is itself an act of worship and it is it is directed towards uh initiating worship and motivating and empowering worship and i hope that it's not something that we like consciously say to each other every every day or every week um, but I think, I, I hope, you know, I, I certainly know in our hearts, and I think when I look back in practice, we've, we've, we've been, um, you know, graciously allowed by God to do so. I think that's what we're doing here, is where we're talking about these different things, um, whether we agree or disagree, whether you agree or disagree. And, you know, some weeks are going to be more, or a little more like whimsical when we talk about UFOs, and some weeks are a little more serious when we talk about um you know, the sacraments or interpreting the word of God written and revealed to, you know, like some of these things get, can get pretty heavy, but the point is um, our ultimate goal and our ultimate purpose is to be pointing to the God who has given us these things. Um, we're not your church. We're not your pastors. We're not even your teachers, but we want to be on the journey with you. If you're listening, just like we're on the journey with each other as we're creating these, these episodes and, and, um, I just really hope that 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 does come through uh, in the way that I hope it does and think it does. But I know for me, that's kind of been my experience and kind of in one sense, I don't want anything to change as we sort of take this like milestone moment to step back and reflect and do a little introspection. Like on on the one hand, I don't want anything to change. And on the other hand, like I'm kind of just like re-reminding myself even now, um, of going forward what I hope to offer to anyone who takes the time to um, throw throw this on in the background while they're driving or cooking or, or doing whatever. Yeah. Um, because, because ultimately I think that's, that's the only thing that really matters is, 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 is to, to in some small way to glorify God and to, to do so in a way that, that encourages and, 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 you know, doesn't, doesn't put an obstacle in front of anybody else glorifying God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, that's good. And I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think one of the, one of the major 
themes is is part of it but one of just the the major motivators even for us is like we recognize that in the world you are going to disagree with people you're never going to see eye to eye on everything even with your spouse with your brother sister father whoever you're going to have disagreements on parenting styles and techniques on what what route you should take to your destination uh what you guys want to have for dinner what your favorite tv show or movie or music like those are all like you know more or less inconsequential things but then you talk about things like the eternal god his word how to relate to him of course there's going to be disagreement you know that there are thousands of denominations that exist many of which have splintered and fractured and and broken off from one another over disagreement um and so one of our biggest things you can go back and listen to all 250 episodes, and I'm sure somewhere it's said, but this idea of unity despite our diversity. I mean, it's always in the introduction, but it, it probably has come up somewhere along the way dozens of times about, like, obviously, like, some of the bigger episodes, like uh, Baptism Showdown, Believers versus Infant. That's just, like, fundamentally a difference of opinion and belief. But then the idea of, like, speaking in tongues. Lucas and I went, we're like, you know, usually we come into an episode where we've both prepared separately. We come in and converse about it. Like, where do we agree? Where do we disagree? Do we have alignment? Is there overlap? That sort of thing. And going into this podcast, I was almost certain that you and I would have far more disagreements than agreements. And that was probably just me being naive. But, like, time and time again, it's been shown that you and I have a lot of agreement more than I would have thought um, previously. And as I was sort of marinating on all this, as I gave you this, this prompt of an episode, just to, you know, reflect, review, remember, um, I happened to log into our doxology Twitter and there was, ah, man, you haven't been on Instagram or Twitter. I mean, you've never been on Instagram. I keep saying Instagram for some reason. You haven't been on Twitter for a long time. Um, I don't know if like your friends keep you apprised, uh, you know, of what's going on or whatever, but like there apparently had been this whole debate. Um, there, well, there had been an article posted by the Gospel Coalition, and it, oh yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> sure you heard about it because like the whole internet on theological <laughs> the theological side was in an uproar about it. And it got to the point where he was, you know, canceled and removed from speaking at the Gospel Coalition conference and his book. It, it, like this whole big deal. Like it was like a big deal. And again, I missed all of it, but I saw some of the fallout. And so our good friend Brandon Smith, who again has been on the podcast, one of our favorite episodes, um, in fact. But we talked about, I think, if I remember correctly, that idea of like, diversity we talked about like disagreeing with with other christians but he happened to share a tweet about this he says um in my opinion people don't always lose credibility with a poor theological argument but people always lose credibility when they mock and attempt to cancel a faithful christian who made the poor argument i'm less wary of those i disagree with and more wary of those who disagree this way. I'm reminded again why it's so important to be concerned with your own affairs, to keep your vision primarily local, and to find your identity in Christ, and receive correction from those who God has placed over and alongside you. And then he goes on and, and, and shares a tweet from a, a gentleman named Tyler, 
Uh, he says, this tweet by Tyler encapsulates it well. And Tyler says, how you disagree says a lot more about you than whether you disagree. And I think that that idea, especially how you disagree, says a lot more about you than whether you disagree. I think that not only encapsulates this idea of that Gospel Coalition article, but I think that like really encapsulates what we've tried to do on this podcast. Because, again, we recognize that there are going to be disagreements in the world, in, in, the, in the theology world, in any other world, video games, movies, TVs, whatever. And part of disagreeing, though, is how you do it. And I think like one of the biggest hindrances for a lot of people who maybe don't consider themselves Christians, and this just comes from like observation, but also like conversation that I've had with people who, who do not consider themselves to be Christians, but they see how we engage in the marketplace, quote unquote, the marketplace, um, in online arenas, whatever it might be. And they, they recognize like the hostility, even amongst ourselves, like the, the, the backbiting, the, the feuding. The, the Twitter fights and wars and threads and retweets and subtweets. Like, I think one of the things we've, we, we, have, we have sought to do time and time again is like, when we disagree, we disagree well. We're not seeking to like bash the other, to diminish the other, to um, even when we've done heresy month episodes i think especially with some of these like you know we've talked about prosperity gospel we've talked about lds we've talked about people who are like very much alive today not just like people who lived 500 years ago and i think we've tried to do this like charitably we're not like trying to you know c condemn anyone to hell or anything but we're trying to just you know from our perspective to engage with what we see you know whether it's stuff on their website stuff in their other publications and to interact with that from our own theological heritage and perspective. Um, and so I'm curious, like, I know when I put, when I posed this episode to you, I sent you this screenshot of, of the tweet that, that Brandon had, that idea especially of how you disagree says a lot more about you than whether you disagree. I'm curious if you have any thoughts on that idea, if, if you think that we've tried to model that well. Um, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think that I think that like being nice isn't that big a deal to me. Uh, you know, it's the the fruit of the spirit is kindness, love, peace, right? Um, which does not mean compromising on disagreements that matter, and it also doesn't mean you know. I mean, I'm reading I'm reading City of God in a class right now, and um, Augustine is is relentlessly sarcastic, absolutely mercilessly mocking these pagan gods and and pagan uh like philosophers and stuff the difference though is um what he's talking about is important what he's talking about matters and what he is tearing to pieces is are these ideas that are publicly available and he's he's and, and there, there's there's this interesting contrast between something like that and then something when he's like writing like we have letters that he wrote personally one on one letters to like a pagan aristocrat or whatever. And it's interesting like he'll 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 mock the gods um, and at the same time be exhorting this guy to wisdom and reason. Right. Um, and, and and the point is like it's almost it, it, to me it almost feels obvious 
Like it does almost like it doesn't even need to be said. Like, of course, like if you disagree with someone, you, you do so reasonably. Like you, like we use our reason that God gave us to look at an art. If it's an argument or a position or a doct, whatever, like we, we, we look at it reasonably and, and we analyze it and evaluate it to make sure that it's, that it, that it makes sense or, or it doesn't, or, you know, if it, if it's wrong, why is it wrong? And then when we present that in a response to somebody, we're not, cruel or rude or disrespectful um but obviously it does need to be said and i know that in my own life as obvious as i think that is i fail to do so so frequently um and it's a lot easier to fail when you don't have a mic and a recording sign flashing in front of you um not to say that what i say here is like a fake version of me but just that it helps keep me accountable (laughs) knowing that other people will hear this later um but my point is um if you you look at how a, a a a follower of Christ is called to behave, um, and and it's just abundantly clear that we all and this is not picking on anybody fail to do so so frequently and so spectacularly, um, and I really do think um, not saying that either of us are perfect and not saying that we have been perfect at this on air or anything like that. But I do think that if you, if you were to fairly look back over the three years of content that we have publicly available on the internet, like I, I I don't think that you would come away with the sense that we are people who engage uncharitably um, with those that we fundamentally disagree with, whether that's each other on a certain topic or um, more, big picture stuff with with different groups like the LDS church or Jehovah's Witnesses or other other world religions, you know, fill in the blank, whatever, the philosophies and ideologies that we've talked about. Um, and I do think that it is, it is important and, and to sort of wrap up with this imagery again of the road to Emmaus, sort of to, to look at oneself intellectually, philosophically, theologically, as a as as an intellectual philosophical theological pilgrim you you are more inclined i think if you kind of keep that image in your head you're you're more inclined to look at yourself as a as a fellow learner as a student um which carries with it um sort of not necessarily but but hopefully and I think I think it gives you the opportunity to sort of carry an extra little bit of humility with you um, versus if you look at yourself as you know some kind of um, warrior or defender or uh, you know expert or whatever um, no matter how much we know, there's a lot more that we think we know, and there's even more than that that we don't know, <laughs> um, and we don't even know we don't know. And because of that, approaching any conversation, any interaction, but especially when we're specifically talking about these kinds of questions that we talk about here on the podcast, is to to approach it as a pilgrim, to remind yourself that you really are on the road under the the tutelage not only of those elders and authorities that are in our personal lives, but also that that have gone before us in previous times of history, um, and 
above all of that under the tutelage of Christ as, as sort of the preeminent teacher that we have, um, the one who is opening at all times, who, who, who opens the scriptures for and to us. Um, like, I think that that is an aspect of the way that you and I have talked about what we want to do here that really helps us to have a charitable frame of mind whenever we are approaching a subject that we disagree with somebody who's either, it's you know, in the conversation or not in the conversation, but we're talking about an idea or something like that. Um, and like I said, I think we've done a, a, a pretty good job of, of being able to do that. And, and I know that um, three years is a long time. I have grown and learned a lot as a person and, and, and grown a lot in maturity. Um, I hope that, those, that that hasn't shown as much on the podcast, which is a funny way of saying it. But what I mean by that is I hope I didn't sound as immature three years ago as I was three years ago. And if we're still doing this in three years from now, I hope I don't sound now as immature as I sure I am going to feel <laughs> three years from now. So, like, in that sense, I hope that, like, sort of the filter of public, you know, having a, a conversation be public via the Internet, maybe that has filtered out some of my – some of my um, in you know ingrained foolishness um but i do know that um it's something that i'm very self-conscious of is how important it is to actually use the brains that god gave and i'm talking about the brains a lot right now because a lot of what we talk about is the intellectual side Hmm. theology and the christian life right like we're even when we're talking about um more more devotional aspects of what it means to be a Christian and live the Christian life. We're, we're doing like the very nature of sitting down for 40 minutes and talking is we're analyzing it intellectually, even if it's a less intellectual topic. So, so, so in our, in our little context right here, once a week, like, I think it, it's especially effective to think about the kind, the, the, the intellectual disposition you have, but that's not, that's obviously not distinct from, our hearts and our and and the way we conduct ourselves in the world. It's just that it's, um, it's it's something that I think we focus on more just by nature of what we yeah. do. Um, but it's all it's all interrelated, of course. Well, we had so, we had that episode yeah. once on on head, heart, and hands. Yeah, that idea yeah. of like you know the the knowledge that we that we the things that we think about it affect it it it, it plays with our affections with our hearts and then thus how we then use our hands or how we interact in the world. So yeah, they're definitely. Definitely interrelated, but yeah, I think I think honestly that's kind of all I have. Like I I, I if I were to keep talking, I would start repeating myself. So <laughs> I'll, I'll kick it over to you for for uh, whatever concluding thoughts you have, um, and and then you can you can take us home. Yeah, no, I I have just one last thought, and that's just like it has been like an absolute pleasure to to be able to do this like with you. With those of you who have listened and engaged, whether anonymously or like in actuality on, you know, something like Twitter or Instagram, like we, we really appreciate it. Like we, when we set out, we just, we said all along, like, even if it's just Lucas and I talking, nobody listens, nobody engages, like we'll continue to do it. But especially when we get those emails, when we get those messages, when you, you know, we, we we should probably get back to doing this, but when, when we used to send like, um, uh, or like t- be more active on Twitter, you know, we we do like 
giveaways like like books but also small things like we have little pins and t-shirts and stuff like that like some of the engagement around those things like has always been uh really encouraging so my my final words were purely just going to be thank you to first lucas for for doing this for being so um dedicated to week in and week out you know we started with one episode a week we went to two we did two for a long time and now we're back down to one but like regardless it's a considerable investment um so know that i appreciate it i appreciate you i'm thankful for you and for those of you who listen too i i appreciate that you tune in week in week out that you engage um so in closing i couldn't think of a better passage to to pray us out of an episode uh, than one that we used to to bring up all the time. Uh, we haven't mentioned it in a while, but first, uh, let's see here. Colossians 1, it's 15 through like 22-ish. Um, the CSB titles it, The Centrality of Christ. It says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For everything was created by him, in heaven and on earth, the, uh, the, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been, have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and by him all things hold together. He is also the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile everything to himself whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood, which was shed on the cross. Once you were alienated and hostile in your minds as expressed in your evil actions, but now he has reconciled you by his physical body through his death to present you holy, faultless, and blameless before him, if indeed you remain grounded and steadfast in the faith and are not shifted away from the hope of the gospel that you heard. This gospel has been proclaimed in all creation under heaven, and I, Paul, have become a servant of it. Amen. Amen. Oh man, oh man, it's that time again. Let's see if I remember how to do an outro. It's been so long. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Doxology Podcast. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, despite the fact that we've said countless times in this episode that we're not on it as often. But I promise you, I check those things at least several times a week. So you can find us at Doxology Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send us an email at doxologypodcast at gmail.com. Send us your feedback, send us your questions, send us your episode ideas. At the end of the day, we'd love to hear from you. And truthfully, 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 Until next time, we hope you're doing well. 